The Dub Dub Review Podcast is proud to have two great sponsors, the Magic for Less Travel Agency and the Theme Park Brothers. The Magic for Less is an authorized Disney vacation planner. Let the agents for the Magic for Less, including our very own Laura Fitzpatrick, help take care of the important details like dining reservations, fast pass planning, and discount checking to ensure that your next Disney vacation will create memories to last a lifetime. Plus, their services are completely free. You pay nothing and can benefit from their years of knowledge and experience. More information can be found on themagicforless.com. We've also partnered up with the Theme Park Brothers. Michael, Jordan, Cameron, and Christina Black have some of the nicest quality Orlando attraction videos on YouTube. Subscribe and check out their latest videos, which are sure to keep you entertained, as well as keep you informed of all the latest changes to the Walt Disney World Resort. Search for the Theme Park Brothers on Facebook and YouTube, and at Theme Park Boys on Twitter. Hello and welcome to the Dub Dub Review. I'm your host Chris Malik, and I'm joined by my co-hosts Peter Ponacorvo and Laura Fitzpatrick. How are you guys? Good, Chris. Good. Okay, we almost pulled that one off. Well, you know, we had one answer and then the next it's, one behind it. It's better, way better than last week. We've been yes. practicing. We are joined by our adopted Disney brother as well, Michael Black. How are you doing, Michael? Doing all right, Chris. Thanks for having me. No problem. We're all kind of hanging in there. Uh, I think every one of us is sick in our own way right now, but we wanted to get a show out. So uh, if you hear sniffling, sneezing, coughing, wheezing, what else, guys? Just just yeah, kind of Seven dwarves aren't here. It's just us. Right? Just <laughs> give us a pass for this week. So Everything that can be taken care of NyQuil may or may not occur during this episode. It's true. <laughs> Very true. Except for me. Yeah, yeah, you can't take it. You just yeah, gotta... you can't have NyQuil. <laughs> All right. So I've got an idea. I kind of passed it around to you guys. But before we even get into the show, I want to go and uh, throw, some, throw some stats at you and see if you guys can come up with some of my trivia questions. You guys up for it? Sure. Sure. All right. So this is pursuant to our topic today. And, and Michael, I have you on, A, because you're a really good friend, and B, because you can offer unique insight that Pete and Laura and myself simply can't offer here. So, according to the Internet, because everything on the Internet is true, there's never been anything false on the Internet. According to the Internet, Walt Disney World currently employs more than how many cast members? Pete, Laura, Michael, is it 50,000, 60,000, or more than 70,000 employees? 60. Um, 50. 50, 60, Michael? I was always told 60, but I don't know if the stats went up. It's currently more than 74,000 uh, employees. That was my gut answer, but I thought it was wrong. <laughs> 74,000 employees. Imagine that HR department. Oh, my gosh. So annually, how much do they spend on payroll? Is it nine hundred million, one billion, or one point two billion on payroll? 
That's a lot of zeros, Pete. Yeah. It's a lot of zeros for early on Sunday morning. Yeah, it is. Right? Um, just based on what I have heard from people, I'm going with 900. Okay. I'm going to go with the middle answer. Okay. And I'll go high end. High end it is. It's $1.2 billion in payroll. Okay. They also spend an additional $4.74 million in employee benefits. They are, as you know from from Walt Disney World specials from a long time, they are the ling- largest single-site employer in the United States. And as far as job classifications, how many job classifications does Walt Disney World currently offer? Is it 2,500? Is it 3,200? Is it 3,700? 3,200. Yeah, 37. I'll go, 30, I'll go 32 as well. 37. Yes. You got one right. Um, <laughs> they also sponsor their college program internship and the international college program, which it seems like it largely makes up the frontline staff for the hotels and resorts and the uh, theme park jobs. But think about those numbers. Those are massive numbers. 74,000 <laughs> cast members. 1.2 billion in payroll. That's astounding. So... The reason I threw that at you was at some point I would I would like to say that anyone who's listening to this show at some point in their life must have looked at their significant other or themselves in the mirror and said, F it, that's it. I'm moving to Florida, I'm going to work at Disney. So we thought we'd have a whole show on this. What our dream jobs would be at Disney and what we would love to do um, at Disney. So you guys up for it? You guys got a number of things on your list? No, yes, I'm do. done. I'm, I'm calling it yeah, a day. Yeah, you've got none. <laughs> so, Michael, before we even start spouting off, well, I have really good ideas. As you've listened before, you know I always have really good ideas. Right, <laughs> Laura? Yes, special, absolutely. Special shout out to Lisa Yost. Lisa liked my idea of the Christmas Crusher, the rock and roller coaster. So, yes, thank you. I appreciate it. Um, yeah, one person, Chris. <laughs> it's more than zero, Pete. Yeah, but it's a lot less than everybody else. (laughs) All right. Yeah, I wasn't a fan, Chris. Sorry. Sorry, buddy. You know what? I'm going to have to actually make a video. I'm going to have to go and get some Trans-Siberian Orchestra and kind of describe it as it's going along. (laughs) Yes, Michael, you've actually been an employee of the Walt Disney World, and you've had several positions. So before we go and spot off our ideas, give us a little insight. What have you done? And then if you can, you know, kind of... You know, give us any idea of what it's like working for the Walt Disney World Company. Oh, uh, all right. Um, when I started, the first time I worked for Disney, I've actually worked for Disney three different times. The first time was at Magic Kingdom, and I worked in Frontierland um, in what was called Stands West, which was uh, basically you worked the churro carts, the turkey leg carts. Um, you could work uh, uh, Westward Ho, where they have like the lemon slushy thing um and then also over there's also a hot dog cart and you could also work in uh, diamond horseshoe when it's open and uh there's a little stand over almost when you get to um adventureland which is called outpost there when it was open it was open seasonally we could also work in there okay give me the best and the worst about working for that um the best 
was you were in Magic Kingdom. You were right on the parade route. Um, and so it, uh, there was a lot going on. And it, the atmosphere was just unbelievable uh, most of the time. Uh, the worst was the heat. Um, yeah. it, was, it was very it hot. hot over there. So, and you know, you're, you've got turkey leg grease flying on you. You got it's, <laughs> and you're opening the, the, um, you know, where the turkey legs are and there's just steam just, uh, yeah, it's just not, not the best. Okay. So what was position number two? Uh, my second job was actually, uh, the one I was at the longest was, uh, over at Port Orleans French Quarter and I worked at Sasagola Floatworks in quick service, uh, at that resort. Okay. I, I actually remember this, Michael. I remember this back before you and I were even communicating as friends. You were interviewed on the Resort Loop podcast, and uh, you know I remember what you actually did over there. Let us know. What, what was your job at the Floatworks? Um, well, it, it, there were several different positions at Disney. They cross-train you on everything. Um, but the biggest thing there was the beignets because that was that's what they're basically known for were the beignets. I remember. And then Resort Loop, Bob actually announced it as baguettes for a week or two. Do you remember that? Yes, I do. He re- we had to give him a stream of, of comments. God love him. So, okay, cool. And then what was your third job? Uh, the third job, I went back to Magic Kingdom, actually. And it was a merchandise position, which was more up my alley because prior to uh, moving to Florida, I was in retail. Um, so it was merchandise and I was, um, on main street, but I was on the opposite side of the Emporium. So I was on the side with the confectionery, um, you know, the, all the, all the things that are down from that, the art, the, um, you know, all the high end boutique jewelry and such. Um, and also we were as you exited Mickey and Tinkerbell, mm-hmm. there's a little merchandise location there. We could also work at that location, um, as well as the hat embroidering area inside there as well. Mm-hmm. And then there are two, as you're coming in Magic Kingdom from the tunnels on either side, there are two little carts there that have, you know, um, signature books and, and all that sort of thing, sunglasses and hats. We could work those as well. Okay. So give me the best and worst about that as well, too. Um, the worst on that one, again, was travel. getting to work. Travel. travel. Yes. Um, being at, Working at Magic Kingdom takes quite an effort to get to work and, and back. Uh, the best is, I mean, my goodness, I got to make cotton candy. I got to make um, the Mickey candy apples, caramel apples, the... Um, I got to embroider people's hats. Um, you know, the bride and groom ones for a, a proposal was one of my favorites. Or, you know, someone's first Mickey ears. I got to to put their name on the back. Um, so kind of got to do all those iconic Disney things within that job. Wild. So that's excellent. Did you do any hats named Baby Fitz by any chance? <laughs> I did not. This was, a, this was a few years ago I left that position. So. Cool. What about any that said Obi-Wan? That's what Chris and I are kind of pushing for. Well, I've already got one ready. Perfect. There you go, Laura. See? There we go. It's it's like it's done. See? Only if it's Obi-Wan, though. Yeah. (laughs) All right. I'll run by Charles and see what he says. (laughs) I can tell by the enthusiasm in your voice. You're going to push that one. 
All right, so let's go around the table here. So let's talk. You know, I, I guess when I prepared my list, I really didn't consider salary as one of the options. I, I was kind of was looking for something that I'd be interested. So, you know, in a dream job, of course, there's compensation to a dream job, but that wasn't one of my considerations. So um, I don't know if it counted for you guys, but I'll at least give the heads up that wasn't one of my considerations. So, no. Um, la- yep. Ladies first, then. Laura, give, okay. us, give us one of your dream jobs. Um, I'll start off with one of, I'm going to save my most, the one I, the most coveted one for last. Okay. Um, but one of the first ones I thought of is I've always wanted to be working at like Peter Pan or Han Mansion on the conveyor belt where all they do is just walk on the conveyor belt. You know, you know what I mean? Like the conveyor belts walk going one way and you're just kind of walking backwards on the conveyor belt loading guests on. The attraction. That's super interesting. Wow. What, what's I thought it'd be good exercise. It would be good exercise. <laughs> um, I don't know. And just to be an attraction host at the Magic Kingdom would be pretty cool. But I thought of Haunted Mansion just because I could be grumpy all day. <laughs> you know? You, you, you could get paid <laughs> and to be I, grumpy and I, all day. <laughs> and I would be inside, air-conditioned. True. It is definitely climate-controlled, right? Yes. So cool. I thought that would be cool. All right. That's pretty cool. I guess I never thought of that. Pete, what do you think about that? It's may or may not be on my list. I may or may not be talking about it later. There you go. Oh, all right, Pete, you're up. Uh, I'm a gift. I'm also going to be going five to one, and number five for me is a retail cast member. Hmm. Tell me why. Um. Basically, you just you get to interact with everybody. You know, depending on where you're at, maybe. That kid gets, you know, an extra corn dog nugget or, you know, whatever, something small, stupid thing you can do to make somebody smile while they're there. Michael, you had retail experience. What do you think? Yay or nay? Would you get back into it or not? Um, I, I would. I mean, there was nothing inherently wrong with it. Uh, it was, it was fun making magic for, for the, uh, you know, guests was amazing, mm-hmm. um, you know, and then I also like to pin trade with them. They would always, you know, we could mm-hmm. wear the lanyards with the pins mm-hmm. and you get that interaction, which is fun. Um, Disney has worked in to where certain parts of your shift, you're actually assigned to interact with the guests. So that's your job. Your job is to go out there and find people and ask them trivia questions. Your job is to go out and play hide and seek with Mickey, um, you know, with the, with the kids. It's, Hmm. what other job do you do that? I mean, you get to go have fun and interact with guests and get paid for it. So, you know, I guess Pete, that would be the number one position for actually creating magic with guests is you are on the front lines interacting with everybody. It's a, it's a great point, you know? Cool. Michael, what would be your number one? Okay. Number, my number one, or number oddly five, enough, as it was. Yeah. And it's so odd that this one is actually a position I interviewed for and ended up in a different position altogether. But I've always wanted to be a monorail driver, like always. Ah, that's my number four. Uh, That was on one of my lists, too. (laughs) Yeah, just I just thought, you know, I know you have to switch between being the driver and then, uh, you know, loading people in and all that stuff. You switch around. But to just be the driver of that monorail, can you just imagine? That would be incredible and i'm thinking more on the resort loop aspect not so much on the uh 
you know, Epcot loop or anything, but still, I mean, anything to drive mm-hmm. that monorail. And just a little side note here. Like I said, I was interviewing for that position. I almost swear, and this is just me saying my opinion, that they put positions up there to draw you in and they go, well, we don't have that one. Or maybe you're not a great fit for that, but I've got this quick service position for you if you'd be interested. <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but it would make sense, right? You'd put that out there where everyone would have that on their list, right? The old bait and switch. So. Yeah. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, well, it's at Disney. I- I'll take it. I- you know, so what if I'm slinging turkey legs 12 hours? Wh- whatever. It's at Disney. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, okay. I would uh, if I were to do monorail, I'd pick the Epcot loop, just to come into Epcot every couple minutes and go around the World Showcase. I love that being able to see that view. Yeah, that that's is the loop true. I would choose. That's that the loop true. I would choose. Interesting. Um, let me okay. ask. Let me throw something at you guys. What about the possibility of that job being automated, completely automated? Any fear in that? Any thought about that? Just in general, you know, because the monorail driver, it would seem to be something that could be completely automated without a driver um, there. You said dream job. What's with the reality bring down, dude? <laughs> did, I, did I ruin it? You're right. You're right. Um, all right, we'll skip past it. Let me go to mine. It's true. Um, I got something that probably isn't going to be on your list. Of course, none of mine are probably going to be on anyone's list. But my first one is I like to drive the bus. The resort and the theme park bus. <laughs> Sorry. What? Yeah, exactly. What? No, no, no. Let me explain why. I'll explain You're why. willingly I saying understand. I want to go sit in traffic. No, no. Here, here's here's why. A, your your scenery always changes, whereas opposed to being kind of stuck in one position all day, so it always is going to change. And part of the attraction for me for the Walt Disney Resort was always seeing, you know, the resorts from afar and seeing the you know, the, the palm trees and seeing the, you know, the Spanish moss. So it's like your scenery would always change. And you, in a way, have a chance to interact with 30 or 40 guests at one time. And depending on your mood on that day, you could directly impact 30 to 40 guests. You always have something to do, and it's completely climate controlled. So when it's too hot, you don't got to worry. When it's rainy, you don't got to worry. You always have climate controlled, you know, ability. So... Um, I know I'm going to go against what I said before, but I do know as far as starting jobs, as far as retirement gig, it actually is one of the highest paying gigs there is. So, um, because you have to have a specialty license to do it, though. Completely. But you would, you're given like six months to get it after hiring or four months to get it, whatever the case is. But I know you're given time to get that. So, yeah, no, it's always been one of my thoughts. I'd like to just be able to go and see the resorts and parks from afar, and you always have a different change of, of, of scenery. So, bizarre, I know. Is I will some... tell you... Go ahead, Mike. I was going to say, I will tell you that I've often thought that that job, your day would probably go really fast. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, because before you know it, after sitting in traffic, for, <laughs> you know, you got an hour down on one trip, you know. So I always thought, eh, that would be one that would go by quick. Yeah. As someone that has... Sat in traffic. Yeah, your your career exactly, buddy. Uh, yeah, it gets old quick, dude. I imagine. I I used to love driving. Now it's I'm okay driving mm-hmm. if I don't have to do it. 
it's fine with me too. <laughs> you know what? It, that, that's interesting because we all bring a different background to us. You know, I work a job that is largely recreation, and you know, the the money people commit to me is definitely recreational spending. And in many people's minds, my current position is something they would love to do. But frankly, after doing it for 16 years, you know, I'm tired of it. Um, you know, I, I love my job still, but I am tired of it. So people in retirement, they want to work for a golf course. When I retire, I won't be working for a golf course. So it's interesting the perspective people bring. So anyways, Laura, you are up, my friend. Um, I'd like to work at one of the resorts, namely probably Grand Floridian or Port Orleans Riverside and check guests in and be like the room assigner. Hmm. I think that'd be pretty cool. Tell me why. Um, I just one of the like the one of the first cast members that you interact with when you, mm-hmm. you know, get to Walt Disney World, and um, I just chose those two resorts, Port Orleans Riverside, just because it's my favorite resort on property, and Grand Floridian, just because it's the flagship and it's right next to Magic Kingdom, and I don't know, those are the two resorts that came to mind. But being able to check guests in and you know, get them all set up, especially like first timers giving out the buttons and I think that'd be fun. Yeah. Pete, Michael, what do you think about that? Um, and again, air conditioned. True. So true. (laughs) Uh, That's yeah. I, I don't know. Cause you're also the one that has to deal with people that are unhappy with the room assignments or when something is wrong with their room. I wouldn't do that. Yeah, okay. <laughs> it's my dream job, so I get to choose what I deal with. <laughs> right. There a girl. Okay. Don't bring me down, Pete. Come on, Pete. You All know. right, well, I was going to ask if Chris was going to mention the uh, online check-in and how that job's going to be automated soon, and you won't be needed either. Peter, come on now. I, you, you brought it up last time. I'm just... Gonna see if you were gonna bring it up again. That's all. No, I was not. You yelled at me, so I'm not gonna do it anymore. <laughs> those are very. Um, those are coveted positions, even uh, as cast members go. To be honest, uh, there's people who really want to get into that particular role. So I don't think you're far off, Laura, for that being a, a dream job. Really. There you go. Hmm. Thanks, Pete. What's up with yours? Well, since monorail pilot's been taken off the uh, table. I was actually going to go with the friendship boat captain. Hmm. Hang on, hang on. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. You yelled at me about the bus driver, but you're doing the same thing on water? Okay. Um, How much traffic is out there, Chris? All right, all right. Go ahead. Tell me why, because actually... What am I going to have to deal with? Somebody on a pontoon boat and another friendship boat. True. True. I'm with Pete. I'll be your skipper. What's the appealing aspect of that, buddy? Um, well, first of all, you're on the water. I'm, I'm always happy to be on or in the water. And I mean, generally it's just, you will get to see some really pretty scenery, especially if you're, you know, the magic kingdom to, um, wilderness lodge boat captain Mm -hmm. or to the poly or whatever. Mm -hmm. Or even if you're just, you're on that loop from, you know, uh, the studios past the Don- Swan and Dolphin, and oh, that's one of the best rides. Over, you know, <laughs> you're on that loop too. You get a lot of really cool stuff. Mm-hmm. Cool. I did. I actually mentioned that on a previous show with the uh, Disney DNA. That was one of my thoughts as well too. So, 
Um, I get it. Michael. Yeah, it's, it's on my list too, but uh, mine was more on the Sasagula. But yeah, to be in that boat, the only reason I wouldn't do the one from Hollywood Studios to Epcot is there are so many stops. And I can imagine as a boat driver, be like, all right, I got to dock again. All right, I got to pull out again. Um, but yeah, I, I the Sasagula to go to French Quarter and Riverside and over to downtown Disney, Saratoga, I think that would be really cool job to have but i get a different one right i was gonna say is that yours because that was pretty good so yeah (laughs) no i that was just one you know just piggybacking on that um no the one i really um a vp of a resort i know we were talking about salary and stuff maybe i did think about salary a bit on this one um but i was thinking like a vp of a resort and i was a thinking along the same lines as Laura of the Grand Floridian uh, because there's so many restaurants there, um, so many activities that go on there. And I just think that that would be a great place to have a hand in the changes or things that are going on at the resort. Hmm. So Michael, that idea is completely ridiculous. So ridiculous that my next one is I want to work at the front desk or potentially manage one of the resorts myself. So um, we all think alike. So I like that. What, what is it about that job that, I mean, there has to be something tangible you've seen before besides that. What is it? For me, it would be like organizing the chaos, having like 2,000 rooms and making sure they're all filled correctly and that everyone was happy and that the the housekeeping was taking care of it. And, you know, that, that for me, it's like uh, creating order out of chaos. What is it for you that's tangible? Um, for me, see, I had to, um, like I said, I worked at Port Orleans French Quarter. And the person who's over the resorts is actually over the whole Port Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, so Riverside and French Quarter. And one day she came in. Um, uh, the VP of the resort came in to have lunch and I fixed her salad and we got to talking and I just thought that she, she was an amazing person, first of all, but I thought to switch roles and to be able to be her and go and talk to cast members like me and talk about, you know, how their day is going, how are they interacted with the guests? And I think that that aspect of it for me would be the most exciting part. There would be the parts elsewhere of making, like I said, the decisions on, you know, things to change or, or things like that or the overall. But I think that it's kind of that interaction with your, your uh, cast members, the people who are making the magic for the guests, making sure that they're pumped up, they're ready to go, mm-hmm. they're in a right frame of mind that I think that's what I would enjoy the most. That's, in many ways, it's kind of similar to my job right now, you know, in, in how I have to check in customers and whatnot. So there's a lot of characteristics that are very similar. So, Laura, it looks like us three, uh, you know, find the resorts as a fairly appealing option. So that's, uh, Yeah. So um, give us one more, Laura. Um, I'll go with my most coveted one. That's okay. Yeah. Because you guys talked about my other one, the water boat and then the monorail. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, my most coveted one is to be a Disney fairy tale weddings wedding planner mm. over at France. And you have experience with this. Yes. Okay, so tell um, me why. I had such a good time planning my wedding and going through all the options and researching I mean the most affordable options for me and then of course you can if you listen to um um the Disney fairy tale 
wedding podcast. I can't remember the name of it because I haven't listened to it anymore because it makes me sad because I want to get married again. Um, but there was one. <laughs> uh oh, Charles. Uh oh. <laughs> we can't afford it. We're having a baby. <laughs> Um, but there was one person who spent a hundred thousand dollars just on characters. And that just fascinated me because I couldn't justify spending the money just to have Mickey and Minnie come to the wedding, let alone a hundred thousand dollars worth of characters. So, you know, there, I want to have a hundred thousand dollars to just throw away on having characters show up. (laughs) They had the main street electrical parade come to their wedding, you know? Yeah. No kidding. (laughs) But I mean, just like, from you know, Disneyland. you can be a bride like me where it was like, okay, I can only spend this much money. What can I have? And then you have somebody like that who's, you know, has no budget, you know, and we still probably had the, you know, our dream wedding. So, and just to work at Frank's, Father of the Bride is one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea that outside of Frank's, they do a little video and you actually see Martin Short and Steve Martin. Hmm. Um you know, I mean, it's just like a little 20 second thing, but yeah. I loved it. It was fun. And, you know, being able to plan other people's weddings, just like, you know, being the travel agent of planning vacations, I could plan weddings too. I think you'd be fantastic at that. So we really I'm should I'm trying talk- to get my sister to get married in Disney World, but we have to find her a husband first. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's pretty important. So. Yeah. <laughs> so we make do- sure to go with the chipper chicken. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. See? Cool. Father the Bride reference. Pete, you got one? Uh, Yeah. And this one kind of takes into consideration what I have been told is that I can be a little bit of an intimidating person at times. So I was going to go with a Tower of Terror bellhop. Mm. Interesting. You'd be good at that. You know, 6'6", 275, just kind of staring you down, telling you to get in your seat. Kind of creepy. Mm-hmm. Right? Come on. Right? No, on I mean, a good day. I, Pete, I think you'd be fantastic at that job. Yeah. Even, like, in the lobby, right outside where you they go into the library, mm-hmm. where you just kind of, like, stare at them while they're waiting for the doors to open, I think that'd be good. I think you'd be fantastic at it. That's pretty cool. It's not on my list, but now that I think about it, it should be. So. Michael, what do you got for us? Um, this is actually the last one that I have, so I right. guess by default it may be the one that I would really like to do the most. Um, I'd like to be a buyer for the merchandise. Um, that oh, is finally, somebody stores. won't buy nothing but 2016. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Just I just think Which that would be place. amazing. <laughs> but... Tell me, that's, yeah. that's really interesting. Tell me. Well, tell I me just more. love... Yeah, tell me more. <laughs> I I just like to go in and, you know, we do little videos all the time, and so does everybody else of the new merchandise that comes out. And I thought, how cool it would be if I had a choice in that, you know, yeah. of, of what it was going to be. And um, I do tend to think that there could be some different stuff put out there. It seems to be the same thing all the time. Um, occasionally, they've gotten much better. They have. And I will say that it's gotten better. So I, I just would love to have that input that's mm-hmm. all. more resort merchandise yes yes you know? but they have gotten much better about that i have to say but i'm still waiting for my Porter Orleans riverside t-shirt if it's resort available. specific yeah. merchandise yes not Porter Orleans resort Porter Orleans riverside <laughs> and, and they don't they don't have anything that's riverside specific laura 
No, they do. Okay. I'm just, you know, it's like more selection. Mm-hmm. I, I bought an ornament that says Port Orleans Riverside, and um, there's coffee cups and shot glasses and, you no, know, magnets the, and stuff. Those aren't shot glasses. Those are toothpick holders. Exactly. Yes, toothpick holders. <laughs> Correct. Um, but then they do have those nice prints um, at, of the resorts. Those They're like watercolor prints. Mm-hmm. I know mm-hmm. Epcot has them, too, in World Showcase, but yes. those are really nice. Like Prince Charming or no Prince P R I N T S. Yeah, Prince P R I N T S. Sorry, just just a little joke. All right. Oh. All right, um, Pete. Do you have anything? Yes. Anything special? I have two left in my list. I know Laura I, was just about punched out. She said. So, what do you have? I've got I've got two left. Uh, number two being the Haunted Mansion. Again, same reason. Not to mention, it is my all-time favorite attraction, hands down, bar none. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think you'd be fantastic at that one too, for the exact same reasons as the last one. Yep. So, okay, let me go and take one away then. Here, I have something that never even occurred to you guys because I, I know Laura's not. I don't think Pete is. I don't think Michael is. But I currently have three dogs. At one time, I had four, and I was watching my brothers. I have five. So if there's any one thing that I actually have a greater passion for, it's my dogs, and they're largely all rescue dogs. I actually find it interesting to work at the Best Friend Pet Care Facility. Um, and that's obviously, it's, it's located by the Port Orleans facilities over there, the resorts. So if you decide to go on vacation and drive and bring your animal with you, your, your dog or your cat, you can board it there. Um, and I know if you're not a dog lover or cat lover, that would sound completely unappealing, but it's largely what I do right now. I mean, cleaning up and defeating and, and, and whatnot, but, you know. <laughs> Chris, they're your children. They you are. have to just get over that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> good, good, good call. Um, but no, seriously, um, I think that would actually be really interesting because, uh, well, heck, we didn't buy DVC for a few years because my wife and I didn't have the heart to go and put our dogs in, like, a dog daycare facility. And we got over that, but, um, you know, those, uh, you know, my dogs are, are like an extension of my family. So taking care of other people's animals while they're on vacation, that actually sounds appealing to me. Um, you wouldn't deal with the hustle and bustle of like the parks and like the craziness. Like Michael said, I'd park directly at the facility and, you know, I, I think that the, the timing of it would be pretty easy to expect, you know, it'd be busiest the holidays and lighter during this, you know, the off season, but um, that job actually sounds fairly appealing to me. So mm-hmm. I know it's probably not none of your list. I don't think Pete's a dog or cat person. I know Laura, you got a cat. Maybe. I'm, I'm a... Yes, I have my cat. Um, it's yeah, it's not, not appealing to me, but um, you know, I can see, I see a place for it on property. I think it's great that they have to have a place like that. There's you actually, know, there's actually several facilities outside of property just like that, just because it's there's there's such a big need for it. So mm-hmm. yeah. So many... And actually, Chris, I am a dog person. I just have an allergy to them, so I can't have one. Mm. Mm-hmm. I knew you had I love allergies. dogs, though. Well, cats, see? on the other hand, are yeah, not you my love favorite. my cat. She's no. the best. Yes, there Everybody isn't does. a cat. I haven't met a cat that I like yet. That's what I had a friend say. And I haven't had a cat that likes me yet either. So, well, you got to come over then. We're coming over, Laura. Yeah, Minnie will like you. Michael, so do you have anything left, Michael, or are you done? Um, <clears throat> oh, sorry. Um, I think I'm done. I just thought maybe a used car salesman down there. Oh, <laughs> really? You're going to encourage that? <laughs> Come on, man. Yes. I thought we were 
freaking cool, dude. Michael, I got an idea I want to <laughs> tell you about. Holy cow. Yes. Wow. Yes. Wow. My arms are raised in victory, just so you know, Pete. All right. Uh, Is that I, what that I, smell I, was? Yeah. I have already declared <laughs> that that was a bad idea. No, 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 no. Just leave I, it right there. We're going to edit that out. Oh, oh. All right. Pete, what's your last one? Um, this is actually a job that I have applied for and have had to pass on because of moving, and that would be a Mark Team paramedic, which is the paramedic teams that you will see in the parks. Okay. I love what I do. I, in all honesty, I already do what I would want to do. And just getting to do it down there would be perfect. So, so yeah. I, I, I've known this about you for a long time, Pete, and I truly think that if any one of us have a chance of getting our jobs, you do. You know, because it would be a natural, just natural flow for you, you to go down there. So. What are you saying? I'm not a natural wedding planner, Pete or Chris? <laughs> Come on, I've known this about I know <laughs> this about the big guy for a long time. Every party has a pooper. That's why we invited you. <laughs> cool. All right, let me close with mine, and, you know, it's probably not appealing to anybody else as well, too, but I like to work for Disney Vacation Club, and I like to be a salesman for the Disney Vacation Club properties. I I, I truly love that idea, and I think it makes sense for a lot of people and a lot of families, and I find myself knowing, heck, not nearly as much as the Disney Vacation Club salesmen do right now, but I think with a little bit of time and studying, I certainly could. But I'm passionate mm-hmm. about it, and I think I would really enjoy the opportunity to talk to people, you know, on a one-on-one or a one-on-two or one-on-four basis, you yeah. know, and explain the benefits, and you know, also explain, you know, why this wouldn't make sense as opposed to why this would make sense, you know, because I'm generally a, a pretty upfront, honest person. I think I could be good at the job, and I think it's a, a you know, a natural fit for my personality that I want to engage with people in conversations. So. Yeah. Um, that job would sound appealing. I don't know if I'd want to be the one that sits at the resorts. You've seen those guys sit at the desks at the resorts. Yeah. And, because I don't know if you have the interaction, but you know, it, you might have actually more interaction. You know, I'm not quite sure the delineation of order of where that is, you know, in terms of, do you get to sell or is that just like a feeder or whatnot? But I'd be interested working for the Disney vacation club. So, so you'd like to be the guy that you actually sit down with, and talk numbers and like possibility instead of the oh yeah come on a tour it'll be great you yeah. want to be the numbers yeah. guy yeah I think so because I think I've yeah. got a way with being able to explain things and and yeah you know uh, doing what I do right now with budgeting and whatnot I have a, a, a you know I'm low pressure I, I'm not intimidated uh-huh. to talk to I'm easy to talk to I think I would be good at it and I knew why I bought it and I was a skeptic. You know, I didn't want to buy a timeshare. I had all the reasons right. why I couldn't afford it. I had all the reasons why I couldn't do it because I live in Chicago, 1,200 miles away, and I have four dogs at the time. That's but, the exact reason to do it, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> so true. But I was able to convince myself. So I think I could be the person that not necessarily convince, but show you why it would make sense, both financially and for you as a family for vacation-wise. And what it's provided me and my family, I, I could be able to do that for somebody else too. So you got me convinced. <laughs> I just need the money. <laughs> True, that's what we're all to. So, um, anything else? In, in any honorable mentions, guys? 
I have a couple honorable mentions I could pass by. You know, working security, driving the train at the Magic Kingdom. Those all sound appealing to me. Yeah. I mean, when I retire, I think um, doing, I mean, not something simple, but I think the resort being like a greeter or, um, you oh, know, that's, and like that's Walmart merchandise, I know, but like merchandise, like something simple, you know, but nothing crazy like quick service turkey legs or anything if I'm going to be retired. <laughs> True. Yeah, I could see doing security for me too. I think it'd be a natural fit for you. Certainly just for your presence alone, Pete, you know? Yeah. So, Michael, any I mean, honorable mentions for you? I'm, no, because I'm going to tell you that having worked there in so many different places and seeing what I've seen, I also understand that there's absolutely no position at Disney that is not going to have its mm-hmm. downsides. Um, just like anything. Yeah. So I just it's it's interesting how and just a little story here. But when I got the merchandise at Magic Kingdom, I thought, ah, all right, I'm away from food. I do not have to deal with food Um, because, you know, there's so many things about the food safety and the this and that and the constant washing of hands and the gloves that I can't stand Mm -hmm. and all that. And then, of course, the confectionery. Oh, yeah, you're part of the uh, (laughs) confectionery. So you'll be scheduled in there. And all of a sudden, I'm back in food service again. Wah, uh, so it's just, yeah, it's just something little like that. Like, I could see that happening. So every time I take a position, I'm like, this is great, this is great, but what, what is there that's going to make it not so great? Um, but I will say that they, the, the leaders treat you just fantastic. Mm-hmm. The company as a whole has very – the culture is amazing, of course. Um, they don't tear you down. They build you up. I just think it is a great place to work. I love Disney. Um, so that's that's pretty much what I have to say on anyone that's going to want to look to go be a cast member. Hmm. That's, that, that's nice. Um, I think that's about it, right, Pete? That's all I got. All right. So, Laura, you got anything to add? Nope. No. Okay, Laura. Well, don't take any offense to that Walmart greeter thing. Pete was. Pete was. <laughs> no, no, no. She said she wanted to be a greeter. That's what they do at Walmart. Yeah, I was just... not at Walmart. <laughs> okay. Anyway, um, we're obviously running out of things to talk about this week, so I think we're going to wrap this one up, folks. Um, if you want to get a hold of me, I'm over on uh, Twitter and Instagram at Magic Mouse Medic. You can find me on Facebook at P. Just search for my name, Peter Bonacorvo. Of course, you can always contact any of us over at the WDW Review page on Facebook and on our website at the com. Laura, if they want to get a hold of you. Um, Facebook page or my Disney Magic for Less Facebook page would be a good place to get a hold of me. Okay, Chris? Uh, you know, use the WDW Review Facebook page. That's, uh, you know, we, we, we can all see it. I'd love to respond there. That's... Uh, you can search my name, but truth of the matter is I check the dubs page before I check my own page. So um, that's the best way. Michael, how about you? How can uh, if people want to get a hold of you or you know, check out uh, some um, of the, the videos? How can they do that? Absolutely. We're Theme Park Brothers over on uh, the YouTube. Um, and honestly, the holidays is our probably our busiest season we'll have a lot of videos up there um almost daily uh, we just went to bush gardens to check out christmas town um 
a few days ago, and I've almost got that video ready to go. Uh, we're going to hit all the resorts, of course, and, you know, do about everything we can. And we've even got little trips planned for the kids uh, up to St. Augustine and a few other uh, places and surprises. So um, just check us out at YouTube, Theme Park Brothers. And I'm on Facebook as well, Michael Black 2396 Cool. Awesome. Look forward to seeing those. And as always, if you've enjoyed the show, we'd love to get a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever else you are downloading this gloriously unexpensive podcast. And by unexpensive, I mean free. So for Chris and Laura and our friend Michael, this is Pete, and this has been the WW Review. See you, everybody. Have a good week, everybody. Bye, everybody. Bye.